Morena, and welcome to the Dawn Chorus on Monday the 19th of July. I'm Bernard Hickey for the Kaka. This morning I want to talk about climate change. Over the weekend, uh, Westport's Buller River overflowed in its worst ever floods. Uh, more than a thousand people had to be evacuated. And although no one's talking about it right now, um, it's worth knowing that for a long time people have been saying that, um, when I say people, scientists have been saying that Westport basically needs to be relocated. And that debate no doubt will um, heat up again in the coming weeks and months. Um, we've also seen in Germany the most extraordinary floods that have killed hundreds. They call it their Jahrhundertflut, a one in a hundred year flood. And it's just reignited debate about climate change in Germany, where it's quite possible the Green candidate could be the next German Chancellor. There are elections later this year, and she's currently doing quite well in the polls. So climate change is a thing, and increasingly governments are doing stuff uh, to try and uh, reduce emissions. And uh, it's worth having a look at what the financial response to this is. We know, of course, that um, central banks are talking about it a lot, potentially looking at the sorts of assets that banks hold and the sort of lending it, lending they do, and whether they need to have higher capital requirements for loans that are affected by climate change. But on Friday night, we heard from the Bank of Japan that it is planning something quite different. It has announced that it will lend money to banks at 0% for projects that they lend to that help address climate change. Also, the Bank of Japan said it will use its foreign reserves to buy overseas green bonds. And I think it's worth um, keeping an eye on this because our own central bank uh, said in a speech about its balance sheet um, a few months ago that it would look at using its balance sheet remember, it has used its balance sheet a lot in the last year to buy New Zealand government bonds to look at um, diversifying its assets overseas and potentially addressing climate change with its balance sheet. So here's exactly that in Japan, where the Bank of Japan could buy green bonds. Now, thinking about what this might mean for New Zealand and the opportunity it creates, you've got to remember that Waka Kotahi, NZTA, and Kainga Order which is the state house um, organization, are both in the business of borrowing money to build long-term infrastructure. And of course, a lot of that infrastructure should be about reducing carbon emissions, either houses that are climate friendly or reusing roads, building public transport, running public transport that reduces emissions in the long run and also reduces the government's potential financial liabilities. Remember, if we don't get our carbon emissions down and on track, we're likely to have to buy uh, credits on international carbon markets. And uh, that is a potential cost for the government. So um, keep an eye out for green bonds in the long run as an opportunity to help address some of our infrastructure issues and deal with climate change. And also take into account that central banks globally might be interested in buying those bonds, not to mention our own central bank. Now, as we're in the news today, um, we have from Britain this crazy Freedom Day. It started today where Britain is going to remove most of its COVID restrictions, but it's already started with chaos. Three members of the British cabinet are now in self-isolation after uh, one of the key cabinet ministers uh, tested positive. 
Now, initially, they plan to ignore the restrictions that everyone else is under to self-isolate when they're in touch with someone who is positive. Uh, And there was public outrage, and they eventually reversed that within a day. Um, But the real issue here is that in Britain, they are planning to open up completely, uh, albeit with restrictions on those people who have been in contact with COVID people. And you're supposed to self-isolate, hence the outrage about the three cabinet ministers who wouldn't. And it seems that much of British business is just not ready for it, in part because up to half a million workers are self-isolating on the first day. So how can you open all these uh, warehouses and shops and various other things if you haven't got anyone to do the stocking or the selling? And the the British uh, Road Haulers Association describes today, Freedom Day, as a disaster day in part because Britain is now short of 100,000 lorry drivers, truck drivers, as as we'd call them. And so um, Freedom Day is uh, not very free at all in Britain. And worth watching, though, because it really is the first example of a country that's decided to just go for it after getting more than half of its population vaccinated. Got to remember, too, that um, America sort of has already done its Freedom Day in its, its own way. However, it's got the same problem that Britain has, where so much of the population is still not vaccinated, and we're nowhere near herd immunity. So what you're seeing in America is a new wave of infections, Um, and sort of astonishing, really, that Britain, for example, is looking to uh, effectively reduce, uh, drop its pants, so to speak, and um, remove a lot of restrictions when it's getting 100,000 cases a day, 1,000 hospitalizations a day. Just nuts. And uh, Michael Baker, our um, key epidemiologist, has joined a group of other scientists, about about 1,200 scientists, who put out a letter begging the UK government not to um, do this open day thing over the weekend. And you can see more of that in today's Dawn Chorus. Now, watch out in the news today where um, Meridian Energy is having a crack at Electric Kiwi. Uh, For those who listened to my podcast over the weekend, um, the background to that is interesting. Essentially, the wholesale markets are not working properly for the independents. And there's a battle between Electric Kiwi, who wants to be able to hedge, and Meridian, who says that they don't like the look of Electric Kiwi's (laughs) security. This is the problem here. How do you allow independence into a wholesale market uh, that is dominated by the big boys? And um, you'd have to say that the government will have to intervene at some point to try and uh, get some competition back into that market. We'll see. I'll try and ask some questions of Megan Wood. Meanwhile, um, elsewhere in the global economy, um, keep an eye out on... Bitcoin, uh, looks like there's a real regulatory crackdown going on. Anyone who's got um, connections or money or Bitcoin in Binance should keep an eye on the uh, lockdowns that have happened over the last three or four days. Uh, we've seen that in Lithuania, Britain, Hong Kong, where essentially they're progressively shutting down the ability for people to exchange Bitcoin for fiat currency. All part of the battle that's going on there for control of the world's um Uh, currency systems and watch out this week we're going to get some um, more detail from the European Central Bank on its plans for uh, continuing to print money and uh, uh, stimulate the UK the the European economy 
which of course has relatively low inflation. Worth keeping an eye on for all those people who are convinced that New Zealand is about to have a big spurt higher in interest rates that continue on for the next couple of years. Uh, we're doing this well ahead of everyone else, and they're keeping an eye on us. In a way, we're the we're the Britain of um, monetary policy here. We're we're having a, our own financial freedom day much much earlier than everyone else. We'll see whether it lasts. The last two attempts over the last decade to hike and get interest rates back to quote normal uh, didn't work. Um, we'll see. Although, obviously, inflation numbers on Friday um, showed that New Zealand's inflation rate over 3%, and um, the Reserve Bank uh, has said in the past that it thinks this is temporary, although uh, last week's announcement has certainly um, uh, made people uh, think there's going to be a tightening very quickly as soon as next month. You can hear more about that in the uh, podcast I did with Janae Tibshraini uh, that was put out on Saturday. Thank you very much. Uh, I hope you enjoyed. That was the Dawn Chorus on Monday the 19th of July. I'm Bernard Hickey for the Kaka.